Welcome to Living a Simple Life with a Back Porch View. Thanks for stopping by. Grab a glass of lemonade, pull up a rocker, and join me for conversations about living the simple life. Go ahead, get comfortable, and settle in for a good visit. It's time to relax and enjoy. March, but already our minds, if not our bodies, are out in the garden. If we aren't planning, we're prepping the beds. Our thoughts are on the end result and all those delicious vegetables, fruit, and herbs we plan on harvesting. Along with that harvest comes the reminder we have to do something with all that produce. Sure, we plan on eating as much of it fresh as possible, but you'll still have quite a bit left over. And that's when the canning process starts. But in reality, the canning process needs to start while you're out there babying those tiny little plants. It may be months before you pull out the canners and jars, but you still need to have a plan. Most things you need to consider are simple, but canning season has a few hidden aspects we don't think about until the last minute. The first thing you need to do is literally make a plan. More than likely, we all have our favorite things we like to put up for winter. In some cases, we canned way more than we can use last year. And in others, they're so popular, we run out long before winter's over. And that's what happens around here. When my kids come to visit, they always bring an empty box and an ice chest. They head to the cellar, pantry, and freezer to see what we put up, and then proceed to make notes of what they plan on taking home with them. I've learned the hard way to hide a few things just so I can have some for myself. When you plan ahead for canning season, the first thing to do is make a list of all the produce you plan on growing. From there, make a list of how you will can it. Then start gathering the recipes. By looking at any recipe, you can quickly see what ingredients is going to be needed. Whether it is additional produce you don't grow, canning salt, pectin, or seasonings, you will have a better idea of whether or not it's a viable choice or if you need to do a grocery store run. The next step in the planning product process is to take inventory. Get an idea of how many jars, flats, rings, and other supplies you'll need. Look closely at all those jars to make sure they don't have chips, cracks, or other reasons they won't be safe for canning. You also need to make sure you have plenty of other supplies, such as white or apple cider vinegar, cleaning supplies, rubber gloves to protect your hands when chopping hot peppers, proper canning tools, clean towels, and those are hand and dish towels, large ones to set hot jars on if this is what you use, and labels and a marking pen. Is this the year you get brave and start pressure canning? If you don't already have a pressure canner, now is the time to start searching for one. If they're too expensive, consider heading out to estate and garage sales. We found ours brand new in the box, stuck in the back of a pantry at an estate sale. The price we paid was 75% less than what it would have cost us in a store. Step three in your planning would be to brush up on your skills. Canning your own food isn't difficult, but it does require safety precautions. 
Improper canning procedures can lead to botulism, which may cause serious illness or death. If you're new to canning, learn the basics of canning before you begin. If you're an old pro, it still benefits you to brush up on your skills, especially if you're working with a new recipe that calls for ingredients you've never used before. Next, you need to look for the hidden things. The last thing you probably think about during canning season is that you still have to feed your family. Even if your stove is overloaded with canners, the counters are filled with supplies, the sink is overflowing with tomatoes, and the table is loaded with cooling jars. While you plan ahead for canning season, create a separate meal plan ahead of time. Start preparing frozen meals and put them in the freezer. This is going to free up a lot of time, especially when you're in the heat of battle with timers and filling hot jars. The last step in planning ahead for canning season may not seem like it should be part of the plan, but it is, and it's fun as well. Plan a party. Don't think I have finally fallen off my rocker and did a nosedive off the porch. But in reality, planning a canning party may be just the ticket. Canning can be a lonely sport, and many times you feel as if you need at least four hands, if not a clone or two, to help you get it all done. Hosting a canning party is a great way to not only get the help you need, but to make canning even more enjoyable. It's also a perfect way to catch up with friends and enjoy some good food at a point in the season when you need it most. Are you hanging out in your garden right now? Maybe it's time to take a break. Find a shady spot outside or head into the house and make that garden more productive than ever. Start planning for the harvest season and get your canning planned well in advance. Come summer, when you're hauling all that delicious produce in your house, you will be so glad you did. To learn more about living a simple life, just visit my website at www.thefarmwife.com. If you have questions or just want to stop in for a visit, you can do that through email at thevirtualporch at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss a single conversation. I'll be sitting on the porch every Monday morning waiting for your visit. Thanks again for stopping in. I'll see you next week on Living a Simple Life with the Back Porch View. And while you're waiting on the next episode, grab that glass of refreshment, pull up a rocker, and sit back for a while. It's time to relax and enjoy. Thank you.